Beautiful Not Broken, your weekly inspirational hit of solid advice and life stories coming to you to help you rebuild from rock bottom. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Beautiful Not Broken. Thanks for tuning in for another episode. If you're loving this, I would love you to tell someone about it or leave me a review or both. Both would be great. Um, I love bringing this to you. It's my little passion piece. It's something that I just get so much joy out of doing because I hope that it inspires people. And if you're finding that you're loving the episodes, I'd love to hear from you and I'd love you to connect with me. Um, A few of you have, and I love that. So please keep it up. Say, hey, Um, I'm always down for a chat, which I'm pretty sure you'd get that from this podcast because I do love a ramble. I love to talk. I love to talk to other people. Um, And yeah, just bring you all the inspo is what I'm hoping for and help you rebuild from, you know, wherever you're feeling like it's your rock bottom. And that's what I want to talk about today. I had a really interesting thing said to me on the weekend and, you know, like I'm not phased by much these days. And I wasn't really phased by this, but I thought it was really important because it's a huge problem in society. And I've touched on it in another episode as well. I was told on the weekend that, you know, my rock bottom was not rock bottom. (laughs) Can you believe that? And that, you know, like, oh, I wasn't directly told that, but I was told it indirectly. And I thought to myself, wow. This is where, this is why people feel like their feelings aren't valid or their problems aren't bad enough to actually go and do something about it. And you know, it's not okay that someone walks around thinking their problem is so much worse than someone else's that they actually, hi Alfie, (laughs) that they actually put down another person's problems. And this is why I have... It's interesting because I've heard, you know, like understood, we have to be appreciative of what we have at all times. We can slip into victim mode and be like, poor me, poor me very easily. And obviously the person that said this to me is deeply in blame and victim mode, 100%. That's where she lives. Um, And I can say that because you aren't coming at another person saying, you haven't been to rock bottom when you think that you're, when you've healed your shit. You're not coming to someone else you know, saying, oh, my stuff's so much worse than yours. At what point did we start comparing whose story is worse? And I used to be surrounded by this all the time. And I hate this kind of mentality because when someone's in that mentality, the people around them get brought down, even if they don't want to be. And the truth of the matter is the people around them feel completely invalid at all times because they can't go to their own friend and say, hey, I'm having a shit day. And you know what? I'm here to tell you, it's perfectly fucking fine to have a shit day. And it's perfectly fucking fine if you feel like your rock bottom got hit by something that to someone else might not seem dramatic. Because it's about you. You're coming at your life with your stories, your beliefs, your your set of things that have happened to you. It's unique to you. So your rock bottom and your tolerance and your resilience is all based on you and your story and your upbringing and the things that have happened to you. And there is not one person in this world that should be comparing their shit. And if someone around you is comparing their shit to yours, don't buy into that because that's not about you. 
that's about them. That's about them being unhealed. That's about them living in victim mode and wanting people to feel sorry for them and wanting to justify their shitty behavior because of things that have happened to them. I always say on this podcast, don't be an asshole. I don't care what's happened to you. We don't have to be an asshole. There are people out there. Let's talk comparison for a second. You know, I used used to think to myself, Beck, don't complain because, you know, there's starving kids in Africa. There are people, there's women out there that don't have a voice. There's women out there that are bashed. There's, you know, there's people out there much less fortunate than you. And that's the truth. There are people out there much less fortunate than me. I'm, I recognize that. And I'm obviously, I do a lot in my life to try and support others that aren't as fortunate as me because I'm, I truly believe in living in service of others and also trying to change the conversations and normalize conversations around what people are fucking experiencing in life. So that's my thing. But my rock bottom is not the same as someone else's. And I would never turn to someone else and be like, well, you haven't fucking watched your dad's die. So like, why don't even come to me and complain that your grandma's dead. Don't come to me and complain that, you know, you've been through X because at the end of the day, our rock bottoms, our version of our lives, it's ours and it's perfectly valid to A, feel like you can't cope in at times and B, seek help for something that you might think someone else thinks is trivial. If it's not trivial to you, it's not fucking trivial and you shouldn't have people in your life that want to trivialize. Trivial. Is that a word? Anyway, you shouldn't have people in your life that want to compare your shit. And the minute that you do, get rid of them. And it's really like it's really easy for me to say get rid of them, but that's because I've been there. And let me tell you, you're not yourself around these people. They're not encouraging you. They're not supporting you. They are your shadows. They're the people that will always keep you small because they're fucking so deep in their own shit that they want you to be small. Now, it was interesting because I like I'm talking about this now, but I'm actually not talking about it because I felt triggered or because I was upset that this person had said that to me. Because the minute that I heard this and I heard it that like through another person, I thought to myself, I was like, wow, that's a deep reflection on that person. I was like, yeah, cool. They don't think my rock bottom validates a podcast, a book or any of the things I'm working on. And I'm like, that's cool. I don't even really know this person and I definitely don't need their their okay and the group that they're apparently a part of that's all about rock bottom to go and do the things I do and change the lives that I want to change and make people feel more supported in the shit that we're all going to go through because we may not all be traumatized in the same way but I can guarantee 100% of us are going to experience grief and loss in our life whether it's the loss of a relationship when you're even 15 like don't tell me that people that lose relationships that are young love and they think that that's their life in puberty don't feel like that's fucking valid and groundbreaking sorry I'm swearing a lot today but they do they genuinely do and for them that's their reality they're torn up they're broken And the minute that we say, oh, it's not as bad, we invalidate that and we tell them that they have no right to be upset. We all have a right to be upset, 
but it's about what we do after it. It's about whether we sit in victim and blame and go, well, poor me, I had to deal with X, Y, Z, or whether we actually go, well, actually, yeah, it was shit and it was a shit time in my life, but I'm going to use that to change who I am in the future and to change conversations and to rebuild and to do to live the life that I want to live. We all have the choice. And it was quite obvious to me that this woman had made the choice to sit there going, well, poor fucking me. I went through X, Y, Z. And I was like, yeah, yeah I have heard your story. And you, it involves a lot of trauma. But it's very clearly trauma you have not healed or tried to heal through. And you've joined a group of people that don't want to heal, that want to sit there telling you how bad their life has been. And let me tell you, I'm pretty sure there would be many a people that have been through even worse shit in the world that would happily tell these people that their stuff's not valid as well. And that's a cycle that I don't want to be a part of. And it's a cycle that I think that if you're a part of it, get out because it's toxic and it's not going to help you grow. It's really hard to identify when people around us are our shadows or to identify when the people around us are keeping us stagnant because often, well, actually 90% of the time, it's not, it's not about us. It's about them. I've never really been one to live in a comfort zone. So often in my life, I've had people be like, why would you do that? You know, why would you take this huge leap? And I talk often about when, especially in 2020, when I started my business, when I had no financial support, I was had a husband that wouldn't talk to me. I'd been fired. We were in the middle of a pandemic. And I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to start my own business. So many people were like, are you, are you sure? Like maybe, you know, try and get the government handouts. Yeah, cool. I don't want them. And I want to do, I want to follow my dream and I want to be fucking uncomfortable. And I'm still uncomfortable almost every single day. Business ownership involves a growth mindset that you couldn't even imagine that you had. You have to really tap into like deep resilience that luckily I'd built through my experiences in my life. But if you haven't got that, like it's not for the faint hearted. Like, honestly, I know like some business owners probably cruise through because they don't want to push boundaries. They, they just want to do what they do and earn a fair amount. But other, you know, like I'm, I'm not that kind of personality, am I? If I do something, it's full on. (laughs) But anyway, back to today's topic, like if someone is comparing their stuff to yours, really ask if they're a friend or if there's someone that you need around. And for me, when I heard this said about me, about the podcast, about what I do and told that, you know, it wasn't rock bottom that you hit, like you're going to get, you're going to get slammed. I'm like, yeah, cool. Slam me. Because that's about you, my friend. That's not about me. And I had to really ensure that I wasn't triggered through that. And it was a really good test for me because when I heard it, I was like, as queen of confidence would say, fuck what others think. Because honestly, I wouldn't be doing half of what I did if I was concerned about what people said. I had someone tell me the other day, don't post your life on social media. I'm like, you know what? 
If I don't fucking post what I post, conversations ain't changing. People out there will feel like a failure because they had to get a divorce and leave their abusive ex. People out there will be feel broken because they had anxiety and they, you know, wanted to shit themselves in a meeting. <laughs> let's let's normalize life. Because life is challenging and it's challenging for all of us at different levels. And whatever we find challenging, you are 100% valid in feeling that way. But it is about what you do after you feel that way that actually determines how your life is going to go. Because let me tell you, someone that's trolling me, telling me that I haven't reached rock bottom and therefore have no right to have this podcast and write a book about grief and loss, I bet you like their, their life is not going to be one where they inspire others, where they tell their story from a place of healing, where they try and change the conversation around the shit that they've been through and normalize it and talk to others about how they can actually make something from their life from the shit they went through. They're going to live in their shit. And personally, I'm never, ever one to sit in a spot and have people feel sorry for me. People might pity me sometimes. They might think, holy shit, she was dumped in an extremely amazing way. Holy shit, she had to watch her father-in-law die when her husband had told her he didn't love her anymore, yet she was still supporting him. I bet you people look at my life and go, holy fuck, I pity that girl. And that's cool, but that's on them. I don't feel sorry for myself. I'm so grateful for all of the experiences I've had, even the really shitty ones. And I'm grateful because they have made me who I am today. They have put fire in my belly. They have helped me to wreck my life. Do I wish that people hadn't died that have died in my life? Fuck yes. Do I wish I was arguing with my dad over who got to use this office? Fuck yes. But would I change a thing? No. Would I sit here and tell you that my life has been horrible? No. My life is beautiful. And I'm grateful for everything I've been through. Because it it allows me to have this voice and to have a purpose beyond what I thought was the trajectory for me. I thought my life was going to be in, well, now I look back and, and, and I'm not saying that anyone's life is vanilla because they've chosen this path. I think it's great if as a woman, as a man, if it's really important to you to get married and have kids, I'm not invalidating that. I, I love that path for people. That, that's not my path and I can fight that. I mean, I used to think that the most important thing was being married by 25 and having kids by 28. Oh my God. That was my life. But now I'm a kick-ass businesswoman who's built a six multiple six-figure business, who delivers marketing strategies, who fucking speaks, who's now I'm an author. I'm about to be an author. I'm a podcaster. I have two podcasts that do incredibly well. They're ranked. They're ranked. And they've only been around a couple of months. People listen, people want to hear my story. People want to hear my, you know, what, how I've managed to do what I've done from adversity. 
And you might think that my adversity is not relevant and that it's not been that bad. And that's cool. That's your opinion. You are totally entitled to your opinion. But for me, it was my rock bottom. Calling Lifeline at 11 o'clock at night because I had no direction and no want to be alive anymore, that was pretty rock bottom. Watching my father-in-law die in front of my eyes when I knew that I had no support from the family, ex-family, that was surrounding me and knew that my ex would go back to ghosting me and treating me like shit, yeah, that was pretty rock bottom. These are all pretty hard things for me to take, but I am grateful for every one of them. So if you're around those comparers and those people that invalidate your feelings, don't be around them. (laughs) Be around better people. It's really hard to say goodbye to friendships that don't serve you anymore. But I promise you that once you say goodbye to them, people enter your life that are more on the path than you. And you don't have to say goodbye in a way that's negative or nasty. You can just quietly make an exit and just be like, "We're, we're not on the same path anymore and that's okay. Because it is okay. You are meant to grow and if you're not growing and changing, And if you're not outgrowing people, then really question yourself about whether you're just deeply comfortable and maybe not living. (sighs) What an episode. I'm deeply passionate today because I, I just don't think it's okay that there are people out there that make others feel invalid. I'm really passionate about it because the most beautiful thing that I have had in the last 18 months is support. And I don't think the people that walk around telling you what to do with your life and offering unsolicited advice and telling you that your, your pain, oh, it's not as bad as. These people are inflicting others because they're hurt. And it is true, hurt people hurt people. There's no doubt in my mind that that statement is true. But I also like the flip side of it. Healed people heal people. Am I completely healed? No. I don't feel, I feel like healing is similar to happiness and feeling fulfilled. It's not a destination. It's a journey. We commit every morning to wake up to decide if we're going to be happy, if we're going to be confident, if we're going to feel fulfilled. These are all choices you have to make when you get out of bed in the morning. They're not things that just magically happen because we read a book. These are choices that we make. So, wow. Have I gone a bit ranty this morning? (laughs) I think maybe I have. But it was really important for me to come with this message today because it's it's been on my mind since it was said to me and I thought, cool, you're welcome to your opinion, but please don't walk around hurting people because you think your life's been so much harder than theirs. I can't stop thinking about this one example that I have of this. And I'm going to tell it because at my ex-husband's dad's funeral, it was incredibly traumatic, not only because I'd lost the second dad, which was hard because my 
ex-father-in-law had been my father figure pretty much a year after my dad died. I met my ex within 10 months of my father passing. And so, you know, after about three months of seeing each other, I kind of really got to know his dad and his dad was always really willing to have chats with me and we had great conversations and that was 10 years of that, nearly 10 years, like call it nine years and eight months or something. And so it was incredibly traumatic to witness the death of a second father figure in my life. And more than that, it was incredibly traumatic because I showed up to this funeral where his family were there. They all knew what had happened, but obviously I didn't know what story they knew. I didn't know if they knew that it was because of what my ex had done in terms of like falling in love with another woman and all of that stuff. And then the other woman shows up (laughs) to the funeral and I was like, oh God. So her husband's there too and it's just messy. And she comes to me and she's like, oh, how are you? I'm like, great. (laughs) You know, like fantastic. And she turns to me and she says, well, this is incredibly hard for me because my dad's been sick. And that is the perfect example of how I managed to let go of friendships that didn't serve me. Because if you're showing up to a funeral and that's not even, that's not about you, that's not about anyone else there, except for really the family like my, I felt like my grief was invalid because I wasn't part of the family anymore or I didn't know if I was and, you know, it was awkward as all shit and I still did a lot. I drove them home from the wake. I just did a lot and to have someone show up and say that to you on a day where for once it wasn't about that person It just shows you the people that are the shadows in your life. So take note of the things people say to you when you're at your, what you feel is your rock bottom, because you very quickly will assess and realize who needs to be in your life and who is not supporting your growth and not supporting what is true for you and what you're going through. So today's episode was a bit spicy. I hope you've enjoyed it and I hope that you walk away feeling like what you've gone through is valid and that you're going to do something with your life and not let others keep you small or keep you worried because you get one shot, so make it a bloody good one. Have a great week. And you know that if you want to reach out to me, all the details are in the show notes.